Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to The Great Show. I'm John Allen, and you're about to find out why my Academy Award knowledge is pitiful. And I'm Jeremy Young telling you, don't fake the funk on a nasty dunk. As we come into the program today, let's take a moment and let you know about the UVC Outdoor Orbital Lounger. It is on UVC clearance this week. You'll want to snatch this one up. It's a design that's out of this world for the lounger that's out of their mind. The Outdoor Orbital Lounger. Just 83.42 today at QVC.com. Jeremy, welcome in. Glad to be back here doing the podcast. How are you this morning? Uh, it's, it's been a busy morning. How about for you? I'm doing okay so far. <laughs> well, it's, it, yeah, it's been, it's, it's been a crazy morning for me. And I gotta tell you, I, um, I have a, uh, you know, a few things that really go on my mind. Uh, and one in particular has just been firing me up. So you, you don't mind if I just jump into my segment, do you? Yeah, go for it. Good because this is this is and just sort of let me go here with a because I got something to rant about and then you know if you disagree with me you can tell me at the end but this has really just been burning me up um, you know once again people are concerned about juicing in sports um, yes. you know there's the controversial statement that Lance Armstrong said that if he had it to do over again in the ninety and the two thousand racing era where he won several times uh, on the Tour de France. Uh, that he would do it again. He said he would juice again. The return of A-Rod to the Yankees has once again started the conversation <laughs> um, about uh, juicing. I banned that phrase once. Talking about uh, you know juicing again because of A-Rod obviously was suspended all last year for juicing. i, I got to tell you, I don't see the big deal. I have juiced. Most everyone I know really? has juiced. Really? It is. Yeah, it is definitely a better option than drinking alcohol like Babe the Candy Bar Roof. The whole juicing industry is under fire, and I think about the jobs that's going to be lost if these people keep getting this negative press. Listen, before he died, no one complained about Jack LaLanne. He did infomercials all the time on juicing. Juicing helped him live to be 96 years old. So I think people just need to step off on juicing because juicing is good for you. Okay, Jeremy, uh, a couple of things here. Uh, one, you do realize that in sports they're not talking about you know prune juice, orange juice. It's it's not that kind of juice. What, what, what do you mean? It, what, what, are they, what are they talking about? It, it's it's reference to uh, performance enhancing uh, you know stuff. We're not just talking about squeezing the juice out of an orange or having grape juice. It, it, it's not that kind of juice. Well, what type is it then? It's uh, it, it's 
basically things that different authoritative bodies in sports have, have banned. It's, it's not anything you'd pick off of a tree. Oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, okay, so it has nothing to do with, like, actually drinking juice, orange juice, uh, you know, you said grape juice, uh, none of those things? It has nothing, okay, um, that well. To the best of my knowledge. Okay, well, that that straightens up a lot of things, um, so I guess, uh, uh, never mind then. All right, Don, what do you have for us today, John? Yeah, well, I, I, I want to rant about Jack Lejeune anyway because, you know, honestly, who needs that much juice, even if it is the good kind? Uh, but I, Now, Jeremy, this might surprise you where I'm going to go with this today because I want to take a moment, and I'm not necessarily defending this person. I'm defending or think I'm defending sanity. Earlier in this week, as we're recording, we record this on a Friday. You can listen to it any time. We try to make it timely so that you can listen about any time that you want to. ESPN suspended Pete Olbermann for the duration of the week or whatever from his show. And I am not a Keith Olbermann supporter. Uh, quite honestly, I was disappointed to find that ESPN had hired him back. I do not care for his politics. I don't particularly like him. He will occasionally, in talking about sports, say some things that are amusing. But I, I, So the disclaimer is, I am not defending Keith Olbermann for the sake of, hey, I like Keith Olbermann so much, and here we go. That's, that's not at all what it's about. I'd love to have him off the air just because nobody wants to have him on the air. He was suspended in context because somebody had made a post on Twitter and, and they said, we are, which is, you know, the we are Penn State thing, very mm. strangely similar to the we are Marshall thing. And they put a a reference to Keith Olbermann and then a link to some article. And the article apparently had to do with a fundraiser that, Penn State students had done to raise money for pediatric cancer research. Oh, and, yeah. Good response, Yeah, so they said, we are. And his response to this person was pitiful. Just one-word response, pitiful. Hmm. And then it got into a back and forth of some people you know, uh, complaining back to him. He said some other things. Uh, so... Uh, pointing out, he said, I'd like to thank the students and alums of Penn State for proving my point about the mediocrity of their education and ethics. So I'm not really sure as far as, you know, I don't know what triggered him to say it to begin with, and the conversation did get strange. But it's just weird to me that we've come to a point now that saying something is pitiful is grounds for you to be suspended for two or three days. Yeah. So, again, not, not supportive of Olbermann. And not trying to bash Penn State or anything of the sort. I'm I'm just bothered by the thought that here we are in America in 2015, and the speech police are out in such force that pitiful apparently is now uh, enough to get you suspended. So that's yeah, that's I, a rant. I, I, it, I'll it, tell you, I thought me. I'm with you. I thought that whole move on ESPN was pitiful, but um, you know, mm -hmm. I, it's they won't it let is, you on the rest of the week now. It's interesting how, though, Keith Oberman keep, does keep getting jobs after getting fired because he says some outrageous things everywhere he's gone. 
and because his ratings stink, um, but partly because he is what I would describe as a, a, a um, less than intelligent man on a lot of things, but he acts like he is, he knows a lot. But, you know, he's got more chances uh, despite, you know, for saying things in like Don Imus. Don Imus famously messed up yeah. and said something uh, about uh, the Rutgers basketball team, which was, uh, depending on, I guess, who you were and how you took it, but he, he described them as looking like nappy-headed hoes, yeah. which was not, obviously, you know, but, uh, and they weren't upset about the hoes. They were upset about nappy-headed. Um, they felt that the phrase nappy-headed was racist, and the man pretty much was ostracized, and now he's still on the radio, but no one listens to him, and he's treated very poorly. But Keith Oberman has said a whole lot worse a number of times. But this is not a situation where I think that he should have been suspended. This was a... This is going back at fans, and i got to tell you, Twitter gets so many people in trouble. Um, I, that's why, you know, just stay off Twitter. But uh, And if you get a job, um, make sure that whatever you do, it's a, it, it, it's a private account separate from your show's views, and don't attach your show's name to it. But uh, I just think that's, it, it, it was, that's ridiculous. I agree with you, and I don't like him either. Uh, <laughs> By the way, you, just one one thing on on that, if you don't mind, because I know we have uh, other things. But I think it's funny because he claims to be a um, he t- he touts the fact that he graduated from a um, oh I'm, I'm now trying to think of a, a, the type of school like like Harvard is a uh, like an Ivy League school Ivy League school yeah and and he talks about how he graduated from an Ivy League school, but the fact is is that. The school that he graduated from is Ivy League in the area of agriculture, um, not in other areas. It doesn't, you know, and, and, and whatever. And, and, and his a diploma. Yeah, well, his diploma wasn't in agriculture, though. So technically, he didn't get a diploma in the field in which they're considered to be Ivy League. It's not Harvard Law School or Yale Law School, or you know, what I'm saying. So I see. he's he misrepresents himself greatly. Um, I thought you were going to say that he went to Cornell and was in the same class as Andrew Bernard. So yeah, <laughs> actually, you know what? Maybe maybe it was Cornell. No, it was uh, you know, wherever you know it, wherever it was. It was a uh, maybe. It was, I don't know if it's Columbia now or or or, it, or if it was Cornell, but it was one of those. There, it's a um, it is. It's an agricultural. That's what they were at the time, as far as their Ivy League status. And he, he didn't graduate with an Ivy League degree. Anyway, the point is, is he misrepresents how smart he is all the time. Um, right. When he opens his mouth, we can see the difference. So, right, going yeah. with going with that, going with that topic, um, people who think they know better than the the rest of the world, uh, we were going to talk about the Academy Awards, uh, yeah. not necessarily the ones that just happened, but just generally. That is a beautiful, beautiful segue. I was, I was. Trying, I was thinking, trying to come up with a way to merge uh, from that into that, and you did it more expertly than I would have. So, very good. Yes, tell 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 our audience more about what we're getting ready to do here. Well, I don't. I, we're not going to necessarily discuss this year's awards show per se, or or any particular one, because they're all, you know every year they have the same type of of strange things said by winners or odd things that take place throughout the show, but. Uh, in recent years, it, it seems as though the Academy has lost touch with the people in the sense of the movies that are nominated. Because, for instance, this year, and it's not the first time it's happened, uh, the majority of the movies that were nominated for Best Picture, no one has 
either heard of or they had not uh, watched them. Their box office revenues are are well, well, well low, uh, below the fifty million dollar or less standard. Um, that normally, you know, you, you can tell if you don't make. It's hard not to make fifty million dollars in today's uh, with you know paying twenty dollars for a ticket today. And uh, and no one no one really has watched them. The only exception was American Sniper, which was a, a rather large hit, um, but it was also very well publicized. Um, the um, well, I let, let me let me interrupt you there though to point out that you know the Academy these are the qualified experts. They're the ones that really know artistic work when they see it. And so, of course, we you know we the people are not going to understand uh, good art when we see it. We're just going to go to whatever has been masterfully uh, advertised because we're stupid and we can't decide what we like and, and we don't really know something good. I mean, how how would you expect us to? We don't have the credentials. It, we well, don't see, have the that's, that's what fries me because the whole point was, and you, I, you know, I love your sarcasm on that because that's what they think. They think that we, the, the public has no idea, but the, the concept of the Academy Award was to celebrate the movies that the people loved. And and not just the ones that they consider to be artistic, and uh, it just it drives me uh, insane whenever I see you know some of the movies that win or, or don't win. Um, but you know it made me think about movies that I loved that in the years past that were really good movies that 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 people enjoyed and went and watched and they just weren't considered to be artsy films. Um, and and I thought I'd mention that. And, and by the way, one of the things that really fried me over it was this year you had uh, in the in the uh, uh, section for best animated feature they left out the Lego Movie, and I just I, thought that was insane. Uh, yeah, but I think it's Jeremy. That is one thing that I knew. I knew that the Lego Movie had been snubbed, and in fact, on Twitter or somewhere, maybe it was Facebook, the director, whoever it was was saying, you know, don't worry, he said, you know, I made my own, and then it was a Lego Oscar statue. <laughs> yeah, and, and they handed they, them he out. Handled it well. Yeah. They, they, they asked him to do, because the, the song was up for best song, Everything is Awesome. So when they let them perform, they all handed out Lego Oscars to everyone who was nominated. It was hilarious. Um, probably the, one of the highlights of, of the show was them uh, sort of getting back at the Academy but um, I, I, it just it really bothered me because they had two films that were one of them was a Japanese foreign uh, you know cartoon that I've never heard of, and uh, and another one was I don't know it, it looked really odd, and of course then you had like How to Train Your Dragon and the one the Disney one that was up, but I, honestly yeah. I couldn't tell you who won I think it was Disney. But um, so, anyway, so you're saying the Pokemon movie, a Japanese movie you never heard of, Pokemon. Oh no, that? it was it, it was it was a black and white. Um, it wasn't. I wish it was Pokemon, and I don't even like Pokemon. <laughs> but um, but you know what? I was looking back at, at some of the older movies and think about this. Yeah. Some of the best pictures, uh, best year in my opinion ever, has to go with has to go to um, uh, the year 1939. Uh, yeah, because, I remember that like it was yesterday. Yeah, I, yeah. And you should. Um, the uh, the reason I say that is because when I name the movies that came out that year, you're gonna you're gonna be like those were not just uh, you know high standard movies, but they they were wonderful. They were they're movies that you still enjoy today. Um, yes, truth be told, and we can test this in a few minutes. But truth be told, I will probably recognize these more readily than I recognize winners from this year's 
Yeah, I, well, I think most people would if they well if they watch if they like to watch uh, you know older movies, which are by the way, just because they're black and white doesn't mean they're not good. Um, <laughs> but um, Destry Rides Again uh, was one of them, and that's that's a good movie. It's a western comedy, uh, sort of a spoof uh, that has James Stewart in it. Um, the uh, let's see, the Four Feathers. Um, which was, by the way, redone in 2002 with Heath Ledger and Kate Hudson. But this one was uh, the, the original one and a classic with, uh, um, uh, I just lost his name now, well, Ralph Richardson, Jack Allen, uh, you know, some, some of the uh, classic uh, actors, actresses. Goodbye, Mr. Chips, um, Gone with the Wind, uh, Gunga, Gunga Din, which is a Rudger Kipling story, and uh, had Douglas Fairbanks and Cary Grant in it. Um, the okay. Hunchback of Notre Dame, um, right. which had Maureen O'Hara with her screen debut. Uh, you know, uh, that one's a classic. Um, the uh, Let's see, uh, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, one of my favorite yeah. movies ever. Classic. Um, of Mice and Men, uh, which yeah. was just absolutely wonderful. Lon Chaney, Burgess Meredith, uh, based off of a really great book, too. Uh, Stagecoach, which was a John Ford movie, um, and yeah, had uh, also a John Wayne in it. Um, I know that one. Mm-hmm. The Wizard of Oz uh, came out that year. Uh, Never, heard classic. Of it. Never heard of it. <laughs> uh, Wuthering Heights, uh, which uh, is, again, uh, in, it was an instant classic. Young Mr. Lincoln, which I remember I loved that movie growing up. Uh, just really uh, outstanding. Uh, movie. It wasn't necessarily the most historically accurate, but it was a fun movie to watch, and I really enjoyed it. For, um, for our younger listeners, let's point out that that was the prequel to the movie Abraham Lincoln Vampire Slayer. <laughs> Vampire Hunter, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah but that, that was all one year, by the way. Now, that's that's yeah, a that's year amazing. where they're, they're pumping out great films, and I mean, those are classics we still watch today. My kids still will watch Wizard of Oz, and and love it. There will be a point in which I know that, that I'll put Mr. Smith Goes to Washington in front of them. They're, they're still a little young, probably, to enjoy that, but uh, that they will. Um, you know, those are they're good. Those are great movies, and that's that's the type of thing that you would see years ago. You know, you you have movies like uh, The Maltese Falcon or or Citizen Kane, obviously that won. Um, uh, actually, Citizen Kane didn't win. It lost to How Green Was My Valley. Um, but, uh, you know, you, you would, the question, by the way, how green was it? They never did, which is something that bothered me. <laughs> but, um, uh, you know, when, when you look back at some of these older years, you have some, some excellent movies, uh, and some that I thought should have won when I look back on history, but, you know, like Miracle on 34th Street or Great Expectations were nominated, but they never won. Um, yeah. you, you have, uh, Probably the the year that uh, I, I guess maybe I got the most upset about who won and who didn't win would be 1977, and the reason for that was, and when I say this, you, you'll know why. Uh, they had movies: uh, Julia, The Turning Point, Goodbye Girl, Annie Hall, and Star Wars. Star Wars was nominated for Best Picture. Now that movie in 1977 was not only a huge hit. But it changed everything about movies, and it's a good, yeah. it's it's a great film. And instead, the Academy went and gave it to Annie Hall. Uh, and to this day, I've never 
watched Annie Hall because of that fact. Annie Hall might be a good movie, but I can't see anyone beating Star Wars that year. Dress me nuts. I'm not a Woody it Allen was, fan anyway. It probably, but, I mean, it won Best Picture in 1977. So it, yeah, it, yes, but I mean, it beat out Star Wars, and I I think that was a mistake. The uh, that was the that was, that's where you start to see the Academy go wrong. They started giving yeah. it to you know because they, they have a love affair with certain directors who I don't think are any good, like Woody Allen. But um, the I mean, when you consider that Rocky won Best Picture the year before over Taxi Driver and All the President's Men, but um, uh, and I was I was shocked to find out that Jaws didn't win, but when I saw that it lost to One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, I can see it. But uh, yeah, that's okay. Maybe. I mean, Raiders, Raiders of the Lost Ark was nominated, and the only reason it didn't win was because of Chariots of Fire. E.T. was nominated, but it lost to Gandhi, which is a good movie. Um, but, but see, these are, you know, this is back when they they still let, you know, there were some good movies in there. And then, uh, you know, obviously Godfather. Um, I can't believe Godfather Part Three was actually nominated for Best Picture, and I think it's probably the worst of the God, it is the worst of the Godfather movies, and it should have never been made. But anyway, uh, so looking at the movies, I just you know, are there any favorites out there movies when you look back in the past and that either won or didn't win anything out there that you know just that popped out? Maybe even some that I mentioned. Yeah, and see, this is where my ignorance that I mentioned at the beginning of the program is really exposed because. I've amazed people in the past with with how little I know about movies. Uh, so I am surprised as you work through some of these that Star Wars did not win in that year. Uh, that's a movie that I didn't see until you know, years later, uh, in part because I, it is older than I am. Uh, but when I saw it, you know, this is you know twenty, thirty, well, not thirty, but this is like twenty years after the thing was produced, and it was still. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it held up. I mean, it was still a really. Uh, uh, if I still watch it today, the, before he tampered with it, when Han when Han shot first, um, right. the uh, uh, before he tampered with it, I really honestly felt that the the that that movie had better special effects than movies that came along fifteen twenty years later. I felt like the story. Yeah. I still feel like the story today is a great story. If there had never been an Empire Strikes Back, if there had never been sequels or prequels, just by itself, Star Wars stood was a great standalone movie. Even if you had yeah. never had the movies before or after, that movie stands up by itself. And, I, yeah, uh, I, I agree with that, for sure. I do. Yeah. Uh, have you ever seen, and I can't remember where this clip was now, but they went back and they did the final scene of that movie, but without the music playing? <laughs> yes. Makes all the difference, doesn't it? It does. You watch it, and it just seems very, very bizarre <laughs> with no music behind it. And now that I've mentioned this, we might have even talked about this on the show before. Once Maybe you've done, this, once you've done yeah. you know, 35 of these things, they all start to run together, and you forget. But, <laughs> yeah, that's that's great. Yeah, you take the movie, the music out, and that's, that's insane. I'll tell you something that I thought I'd mentioned that... Um, I always thought it was interesting when movies win for Best Picture, but the directors don't win. I always thought that was strange, because that's happened a few yeah. times. <laughs> you um, made the Best Picture, but if this director had done it, just think how great it would have been. 
Yeah, I mean, it's, it really is crazy. I, I was thinking, re, I'm trying to think of which one recently that happened with, and it may have been a Steven Spielberg movie where Spielberg won for um, Saving Private Ryan, but the best picture went to Shakespeare in Love. And, and I'm like, what? <laughs> I mean, yeah, how's that, yeah, how's that happen? Exactly. Right. Yeah, we're, so, we're coming up with we're getting close, Jeremy, about five minutes out from our new two-minute morning feature. And as we as we bring our discussion here toward an end, I really am ignorant of who won. Do you have in front of you some of the big winners from the awards this past Sunday? Oh, from the, the this last year was uh, Birdman. This year's, yeah. This year's award. Yeah, this year uh, Birdman won. And honestly, of all the movies outside of uh, American Sniper that I, I saw advertisements for, I thought that looked interesting because it almost seems like a spoof on the life of Michael Keaton, um, who I never know. could shake Batman. Um, and not but that I, I did not see it, I have no idea what it was. Well, I, I didn't see it You helped me a little bit with the description. So. Yeah, I have not watched it. I haven't seen American Sniper. Uh, I'll probably wait till it comes to uh, Netflix or something like that because... Um, certain movies, even though I bet they're, they're probably great, I have a hard time watching them in theaters. I, I didn't watch Saving Private Ryan until I could watch it by myself at home. That opening scene is so hard for me um, to watch in Saving Private Ryan, but it's a good movie. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, the, as far as uh, best actors and actresses, uh, the I'm, I'm trying to think now, the, the best act, actress or supporting actress went to uh, Patricia Arquette, or yes, it's Patricia Arquette, who was a complete and total nut job, and it was for uh, some movie I've never heard of, Boyhood. Um, so I mean, they're, they're, most of the people, the only one who uh, who won, uh, and I haven't seen the movie that he was up for, uh, Whiplash, was uh, the guy from the Farmers commercials. Um, he won for Best Supporting yeah, Actor. Yeah. And uh, I thought that was interesting because I'll remember him as the uh, Jonah Jameson, James Jonah Jameson from uh, Spider-Man uh, movies uh, when they when they did those before they rebooted him again. But um, he, uh, you know, he he gave, by the way he gave a great speech. His big speech was uh, basically if you're fortunate enough to have a mother and father still living, you know, give them a call. Don't text them. Don't email them. Don't you know, give them a call and talk to them and listen to them. And basically enjoy this time that you have with them because they're not always going to be there. And I thought, as yeah. speeches go, when people say something other than just thanking the academy, if you're going to give yeah. a speech, I thought that was a nice one. That was a nice one. So yeah. it, it did get kind of weird to me that that bled then into a promotion for AT and T. That was a little weird. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy yeah. the time, and you can do that with this forty-five dollar a month plan from me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, that 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 is that's hilarious. They should have done. It. I will say that the the topper for that was um, after his speech. They before they cut to commercial, they went back to the the guest host who was uh, 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 Neil Patrick Harris. His first year doing it, he had some hits and misses on it. But I I thought he was he was a little funny. I thought, but um, he uh, his response was uh, he went uh, uh, something along the lines of. He won an Oscar. Bum ba dum bum 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 bum. So you know it was it had to be done, but uh, but it was it was funny. Oh, there was a movie that won for best for the guy the Snowden guy, um, who was a traitor, 
and, yeah. and the, for best documentary. And the woman got up there and applauded the man's courage. And when they cut back to Neil Patrick Harris, uh, he said the subject of this movie, uh, Edward Snowden, couldn't be here for some treason tonight. Um, yeah, so you mentioned that on Facebook. <laughs> and I thought that was great because it, it, people did not like that because you know in, in Hollywood today, you know they they want all these people who are awful. Uh, traitors to the country because they hate our country. I think in a lot of ways, and uh, I thought that was absolutely brilliant. And it took some some courage to say that in front of that crowd. Um, but and people have blasted him for it. But I thought that was just sure. a great play on words. <laughs> well, He's been found yeah. guilty for treason. So well, Snowden in prison is a, is a discussion for another day. Maybe we'll work it in. Uh, yeah. Talk about the recent net neutrality decision. I, I think we might find ourselves talking about that in a week or two. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that brings us to our two-minute warning, Jeremy, so we've got to press ahead here. Let me say this. I wanted to say it with the discussion of the Academy Awards. It is fascinating to me that we tend to think or give really any care to the opinion of, of these actors and, 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 and this segment of our society and how we somehow believe they care about the people and, and then you hear these stories about how much the red carpet costs that they walk in on. And you hear these things about how much money uh, they, the value of these swag bags that they get. It, just astronomical amounts yeah. of money, far exceeding, you know, let's put your salary and my salary together, Jeremy, and we're not, we're not coming close. Uh, not, for <laughs> yeah, not for years. Yeah, not for years. Is measuring up to. And and yet we're supposed to to believe that these people are just like us, and and that we and, and we that should nice, care what they think. Yeah. Well, yeah. there's that nice that nice uh, mix too of they're just like us, so we need to listen to them because they're better, yeah. smarter than we something. I know. Yeah, I, I just is like crazy. to remind people that these are actors. They they make a career out of acting like something they're not. So and by the way, and just and and if you think fine. about it, the, the Academy great. Awards, I don't say the Academy Awards is just another way, by the way, of of them basically just rewarding themselves, uh, adding themselves for, on the back. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And then they get all this money, and then they want to lecture us. So yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and and I'm not saying that they're not entertaining. I'm not saying that they're not good at what they do. I'm just saying let's understand that that profession does not necessarily translate into qualified to tell you how to live your life. Exactly. And you know what? I bet they're all juicing. So, um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. We've got, we do. We're in wind down time now. So let's mention that if you'd like to keep up with us on the internet, there are a number of ways to do it. We are on Twitter at the great show PC again at the great show PC. Find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash the great show you can also visit our website, thegreatshow.weebly.com. Once more, thegreatshow.weebly.com. Uh, Jeremy, that's what I've got to say. I know you've got a band phrase for us and perhaps a little something, too. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll end with the band phrase. But before I do, if you did not enjoy my uh, uh, segment on juicing, I, uh, I'll stand by uh, the the Jack LaLanne. Uh, you know, the man is obviously was a great juicer. Um uh, he loves to be 96. But if if there you know there's something I said about the Academy Awards, or if you hate my band phrase, please feel free to contact me at my email address. I really do not care what you think at gmail.com. I really do That's not care what word. you think. 
Right, all one word, no spaces, lowercase. I really do not care what you think at gmail.com. So feel free to email me uh, there and remember that I really do not care what you think. Uh, my band phrase, I guess as we close out, my band phrase is just simply this, too cool for school. I've heard it said too many times, and it is idiotic. So please do not say too cool for school. Right. There you have it. I'm John. He's Jeremy. This is The Great Show. We encourage you to go out there and live the greatness. Life is hard. It's not impossible. What don't stop feeling sorry for yourself and live? The road is long. It's unavoidable. Well, stop talking about what they took from you and start thinking about what you'll give. What's all this talk about how the world owes you a living? You speak of the man and the system, so unforgiving, so much for living. Life is hard, it's not impossible. Why don't you stop feeling sorry for yourself and live? The road is long. It's unavoidable. We'll stop talking about what they took from you and start thinking about what you'll give. You like to think of yourself as the victim, the loser. Well, deep down you know that the beggar can still be the chooser if he's the user. Life is hard. It's not impossible. Why don't you stop feeling so sorry for yourself and live? The road is long, it's unavoidable. Stop talking about what it took from you and start thinking about what you give. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.